Hello, it's Friday the 10th of November. I'm Miranda Sawyer and I've joined the British Women's Olympic Binge Drinking Squad. Welcome back to Paper Cuts, the modern newspaper review, where we stand in the centre of the circus that is the UK press and give it a right good ringmastering. We stop the Guardian teetering on the tightrope of woke, we don't let the conspiracy lion bite off the Telegraph's head and we get really excited when the star blows a horn and trips over their clown shoes. We're out every day, Monday to Friday, and you seem to be enjoying the show. Listener Jorge Leighton Garcia says that after giving a seminar on defamation law... He recommended paper cuts to his students. I'm not sure if I'm the best or the worst teacher ever, he says. At least they'll laugh. Well, we'll see about that. Now, here are the headlines for today's show. Do you want to be in my gang? Suella Braverman's in trouble for her marching rhetoric, but the male's on her side. Let him eat snake. Everyone's favourite chummy Brexiteer is going on I'm a Celebrity. And do you delulu? (laughs) There's a new TikTok trend and it could change your life. Welcome to Paper Cuts. We read the papers so you don't have to. Thanks for joining us on Paper Cuts, where we'd love to join a protest march if only someone would tell us how to find one. I'm Miranda Sawyer and with me on the show today is politics correspondent for joe.co.uk and scourge of young incels, Ava Santina. Hello, Ava. Good morning. Also with us is host of Finn vs. the Internet and crush of young incels, <laughs> Finn Taylor. Hi, Finn. Hi. <laughs> so what do we have on the front pages today? What have you got, Ava? So on the front of the Times, it's Braverman's fate in balance. So this is the story about the Home Secretary and whether she's going to be shuffled out. There's also a story about two Israeli hostages who've been held in Gaza. They're going to be released. It's a grandmother and a teenager. That's good. Which is good news. Mm. On the front of the Telegraph, it's again, it's Sunak faces calls to sack Braverman. So this is interesting because the Telegraph wouldn't normally call for Suella Braverman to be sacked. Mm. So that's a real indication of tides turning. The Guardian, again, pressure grows on Sunak to sack Braverman. Also, a ceasefire deal has been uh, rejected by the Israeli PM. And then on the front of the eye, sack me if you dare, Braverman defies the Prime Minister's authority. It's a lot of Braverman. Okay, Finn, what do you have? The Mail says, come for Suella and you come for us all. Um, (laughs) Sorry, um, this makes me laugh so much. Well, it's it's not true. Um, (laughs) The Mirror... They fought and died for, our, for just respect, big respect, armistice, respect. And then the sun, we go inside Murder HQ. Lovely. Uh, which is about uh, Gaza. The star, we asked 100 people who was the most batshit crazy Home Secretary we've ever seen. Our survey said, and it's a photo of Les Dennis with his arm around Suella. Okay, shall we have a look at the Suella story? Because it is everywhere, isn't it, Ava? The papers seem to be divided along different lines. The mail, which just makes me laugh, is basically saying it's Suella's squad, so come and have a go and then like if they come and have a go then all the male writers will just stand up next to her presumably and the star just seems to think she's mad all the rest are excited because there's something to write about what is going on so we're at the end of about a four day um <laughs> conversation about Suella Braverman this started during the king's speech which was meant to be Rishi Sunak's big moment where he um you know announced all these new policies and actually it turned into a conversation about whether he was rowing with his home secretary over banning 
pro-Palestinian marches this weekend that will coincide with Armistice Day. Now, that's not the conversation anymore. The conversation is about this constitutional row that Braverman has inflamed with the police about whether, you know, the police have their own authority or whether they're under the control of the government. Police chiefs are apparently very upset with her. But all the story really is, is about whether the prime minister has control over his cabinet And most of the papers agree he doesn't because Braverman is, you know, running on her own volition. Yeah, it seems like it kind of, yesterday it seemed to me that it started off with she'd written an article in The Times and everyone was upset about it. And by the end of it, she was being kicked out of the gang. And it just reminded me of school. Do you know that thing where somebody kind of does something wrong at the beginning of school and then by the end of it, like... Well, she's just like, we don't like her anymore. That's what it sounded like to All me. those kids in school sending the other kids to Rwanda. <laughs> yeah, I remember it well. But it's, that's the kind of bitchiness of politics, no? Yeah, I mean, there, there is the bitchiness of politics, but there's also, you know, a question over whether the language she, she's using is, is too inflammatory for the Conservative Party, I mean, which is saying something. Mm. It, you know, she's sort of been spending the last couple of weeks trying to retoxify the Conservative brand. And this started with telling homeless people they're not allowed to live in tents anymore. And it's ended with hate marches, the police should kick your heads. Big but, week. Yeah, big week for Suella. Yeah, but also, but, you look at, like, the progression of Home Secretaries. You had Theresa May, the hostile environment, go mm. home vans. Priti Patel, I can't think off the top of my head of what I mean. She boats, was, she was boats, boats. That was it. And now they're just like, what the fuck is coming next? Like whoever, <laughs> they're just going to set fire to something. The next one, yeah, completely. I mean, if she does go, who would be replacing her? Well, I mean, there's talk of Kemi Badenoch, who is basically oh Suella's. I mean, they're they're pretty much the same person in terms of what they want out of the Conservative Party. Kemi Badenoch is, you know, head of the culture wars, so she'd be quite good to fit in there. Now, on the front of the sun and actually on a double-page spread inside is the exclusive first look at exactly who will be going into the jungle a week on Sunday for I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Debt. Sorry, here. Finn, <laughs> the agents have earned their wages this year, haven't they? There's some good bookings. Well, yeah, they've, what they've done is they seem to have learnt from the successful formula last series, which, I well, certainly the first time I've ever really engaged with the show. What they've decided works to get kind of people like me involved is get a hated politician <laughs> and put them in a jungle with a bunch of people that no one's ever, well, most people haven't heard of. But they've this year, apparently, Farage is going in. Mm. They're putting it in with a TikToker, a boxer in Tony Bellew, Fred Syriex, Grace Dent, all of these people could eat him alive. I, I will probably watch if Farage goes in, as I imagine most of the country will. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, supposedly he's getting a million pounds. I mean, this might be just rubbish, but everybody else, like whenever you read their wages, it says about 100 grand. When 100 grand is a lot of money, you know, mm. that's absolutely brilliant. But Farage supposedly has hammered out a deal worth 1 million, supposedly. But what negotiated bank is he by. Put in? Yeah, well, he can't put it anywhere. He has to put it under his bed. But it's negotiated by Toff, who is the posh woman who won it one year. But anyway, he's still not quite sure, but he will do it, won't he? He will definitely do it. Do you think there's somebody horrible enough in there? I always, I mean, he, he's obviously horrible, but he's quite chummy. You need somebody really dark. Do you know what I mean? I Miranda, wonder, I don't really know I think maybe <coughs> Fred Syriex. Uh, yeah, what's... But uh, I, my theory about Fred <laughs> is he's just not... He's too smooth and there's something dark about him. There's a dark underbelly to Fred Yes, I think there's Syriex. a dark underbelly and this may be revealed. He may turn out to be quite nasty and lose his temper. What, I'm what, what's, what flavour of dark are we talking? Well, we, I don't know. I don't know if it's for, you know, it'll be revealed on, on the television, French. I'm sure. Yeah, French, French. very dark. Yeah, 
I mean, are there people there that you're interested in, Ava? I'm interested in in most of them. I think mm. this is the first year I've looked at the lineup and thought I'm going to watch that every single day. Shall I read the lineup out really quickly? Please. Okay, Jamie Lynn Spears, who's Britney's younger sister, who's fallen out with Britney, which is incredibly important. So they're obviously hoping that she's going to yammer on about that. She won't. She's obviously she won't. She's she's one of those celebrities that just turn up and think, why am I here? I thought this was going to be like a lovely house. She hasn't got. She won't have a clue what's going on. Nigel Farage. Who he? Josie Gibson, who's a This Morning anchor. Fred Siriex, who's the First Dates maitre d'. Frankie Dottori, who's a just retired jockey. He's just going to be... Just rich. retired? Yeah, just retired. He's 52. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he was winning just last week, but he's just going straight in. I think he's going to be really grumpy. And there's Tony Bellew, who I don't know, but is apparently a Scouse ex-pro boxer. You know who he is, don't you, Finn? Well, I just, I just think he'll, the, the, the show will be a countdown to when he knocks Farage the fuck out. That's what it will be. <laughs> this is what we're hoping for. And then Nella Rose, who's 24. She's the youngest contestant. I wasn't really aware of her, but she's got huge following on TikTok, right? She's a sensation. Yes, I looked at her. I thought she was brilliant. Mm-hmm. She's just going to eat Farage alive. Yeah. But you see, I think that jockey might, might be quite friendly with Farage. Yeah. And I think a con- 50 controversial old, 50 opinion. 50-something men. Yeah. You know, mm. they, they like each other. They bandy together. Mm. But controversially, I actually think Farage will come off quite well in this. He yeah. is, you know, there's a reason why he was able to to gather sway for the population and, and convince them to vote to leave the European Union. And he's a great guy with a, great ideas. He is. <laughs> yeah. And who wouldn't want to share, you know, some, well, it's normally a beer, isn't it? It'll be some kind of anus juice. Yeah. You know. The You've met was, him though, right, Ava? Yeah. Why is he so, what's he? Well, no, I worked, I worked around him for, mm. um, what, about probably five years? Um, what do you mean worked around him? Like it was in the same well, I, room? I was producing at um, a radio station that he also presented on mm. and I wasn't presenting that programme. But was, he was liked? I, um, well, um, I'm going to say something and this is going to get me in loads of trouble. Mm. Good. He is, <laughs> <laughs> he is the most polite person. He is the sort of presenter who and this is not common at all throughout production sorry um to blow the lid on what it's like working <laughs> at a radio station but um he he's the sort of guy who come in shake hands with everyone can i get you a coffee can i buy you a drink afterwards to say thank you he is the most you know it's adrian child person but like on the right wing i think adrian is gonna love that comparison <laughs> isn't it just, just the- <laughs> Yeah, he's going to really love it. And then Marvin Humes, who was in JLS, he hosts this morning with uh, Rochelle and Grace Dent, who I love and actually know, and uh, she will be brilliant as long as people kind of give her a chance to stay in there because obviously she doesn't have a huge fan base. She's not like you no, know, but she'll be the dark horse that like she'll, she, be so she'll, good. she'll have a couple of moments yeah. where she'll run her mouth at Farage. Uh, Farage or Fred. I mean, I think Fred's got quite a lot to lose actually because I think, like you say, I think people like him because they haven't seen. Enough of him. Yeah. He's front of house. Grace is also, she can be quite diva-ish, which I quite like. Like, so like if they say something like, you've got to be here at this time, she'll just kind of very, very slowly walk across. I don't know what she'll do without her I think she's either. the most memeable yeah. of the lot. I think there'll be some good memes of her in the jungle. Yeah. Would you like some insider knowledge of why Farage was considering not doing it? Yes, please. please. It is the smoking ban. Oh, you can't wow. smoke. And he is a very heavy smoker. So will they let him just smoke out the back with the back? I think kids? that's being negotiated. That was a discussion as well that Chris Moyles had last year when he did it because he is also a heavy smoker. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, God, it's quite old-fashioned, isn't it? You can't get anywhere without your fags. Okay, so do we think that I'm a celebrity is going to be? It's going to be good, isn't it? We're going to we're going to watch this one. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I we're just think happy. they should every year they should put a politician in. Yeah. John Major next. 
Blair, like let's Suella. You know, Suella's Suella. going to get. She's going to get binned. She's straight in. She would be amazing. Pretty Patel yeah. would draw a huge audience. Yeah, she really would. Now, at Papercuts, headlines are our friends. We love those snappy, bold little guys. And we know you love them too, which is why every Friday we bring you the one and only Papercuts Fix the Headline competition. We find you a fantastic story with a pun-craptic headline. And this week we have one from page three of the Daily Mail about Dior. They've launched a very expensive perfume for babies who... Notoriously smells terrible. Their headline, Have They Gone Gaga? Dior launches perfume for babies at £230 a pop. That is rubbish and you can do much better. Send your ace headline suggestions to us at Papercut Show on X or Threads with the hashtag Fix the Headline. We'll read the best out on Monday and the very best will win an exclusive Papercuts t-shirt. You lucky people. What about today? What good headlines do we have, Ava? So this is a story about the astronaut Tim Peake, who yeah. was warned that there was a turd on the loose on the space station, the International Space Station. Um, and it was floating around because obviously there is <laughs> not a lot of gravity up there. And the, uh, the headline for that is, it's close encounters of a turd kind. Of course, we knew it would be that. That just sounds pretty horrible, though, doesn't it, when you're dodging it? A bit funnier, though, there's a, there's a nice little speech bubble here, which is, Pustin, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have gone with that one. That's yeah. much better. OK, and you have another one from the sun, right? OK, so th- this is a story, actually, about... Um, <laughs> this, is, this is a cracking story. So fans who have been travelling to the UK have been getting confused about where the iconic Beatles crossing is. Okay. So there's a stop on the DLR called Abbey Road. Now, if you have, if you've been to Newham, um, you'll know that this is not somewhere you want to send tourists. <laughs> no, it's miles to the away. depths of Newham. No, uh, but you know the DLR, great train. You know, yeah. driverless train. Famously. I used to live in Mudshoot. Mudshoot is Genuinely. such really yeah. yeah big fan of Mudshoot. Um, anyway, and the, and the station. So, <laughs> so yeah, fans have been uh, heading down there, not finding the iconic zebra crossing. There is one outside the station, and they've been taking photos there, which there. obviously look quite oh, abysmal so compared to the uh, traditional Abbey Road. And the headline for that is the wrong and winding road. Oh. Well, I think it's a bit of a cop out actually with that headline. I think you could have done a lot more there. Yeah, maybe we should have used it for fix the headline. Uh, Finn, what do you have? I have um, three from the start. Okay. This is like countdown, this isn't it? Two from the sun, three from the star. Um, <laughs> boffin's best at boffin. Sorry, I meant to do the story first. But to be honest, with the star, there's never a story, is there? <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> so this is, um, they always use the same words. It's always exhaustive. Yeah. Exhaustive research by boffins reveals they're definitely very sexy. And then they've got a photo of Oppenheimer in because that's, that's the kind of current picture that a star reader can understand for intelligence. Yeah. And it's Killian Murphy. Um, so apparently intelligent people are good at, are good at nerds be fucking. <laughs> that's my, that's my pricey. Okay. Then you've got a story about how sitting on the sofa is bad for your health. And mm-hmm. the, the star go with my arse attack. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Which, I, I mean, I don't know if it comes on that suddenly. No, the health, well, the health, yeah. The health problems. Why is it bad? Makes your ass get big and a heart attack. I want then... the first thing. Oh, okay. So just sit down. Thing. So sit down more. Yeah. That's the advice yeah. from the star, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Feeling cosy and staying indoors more throughout the winter. You're creating a sick environment. 
but that could be sick in the youth term. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah um, I think you're fine. I don't think I don't think it's a thing where you're like walking down the street and then suddenly you clutch your left ass cheek and collapse. <laughs> <laughs> Final headline is about reindeer being massacred in Sweden by what? road users, not deliberately, or maybe. I haven't read it. Uh, the headline is Rudolph a dead-nosed reindeer, which is strong. <laughs> it's strong. It's a bit sad. <laughs> Poor Rudolph. I didn't know reindeers were real until a couple of years ago. What did you think? They were just some form of animal with like things strapped to red? I, I thought it was a, a normal deer. A myth. A mythical deer, yeah. Mm. Ah, okay, yeah. So why, why would I have been around a reindeer? I didn't see a cow until I, was, I went to uni. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you with the that. Flesh. They're quite scary. What mm. did you do at uni? <laughs> <laughs> Not zoology. <laughs> now it's time to check out the squishy heart of the press, the parts between the front and back pages where the papers reveal who they truly are, which is someone obsessed with unusual sex, fashionable trousers and giving advice to women about where we're going wrong. There are a couple of pieces in The Guardian and in today's eye that have been getting a lot of traction online, as they say. Going Delulu... <laughs> It's a whole new TikTok trend with the hashtag getting more than 5.2 billion views. Can you explain what on earth going Delulu is, Ava? So I think this is getting a bit of an unfair write-up in the papers, right? <laughs> I think it's making it's making women look a bit crazy and actually it's... Um, but that's what the papers love to do. <laughs> yes, but you know, women obviously are, you know. Yeah. A bit Delulu. We are Delulu, apparently, indica- whatever yeah, that we're is. being told. Um, so essentially what Delulu is, it's a TikTok trend. It's had like 5 billion views. Everyone's into it, me especially. And it's the new manifesting. Okay. So before, if you wanted something like a promotion, you'd manifest it. And what that means is you'd speak it into the universe and then it would it would happen. And also you'd do things like put like special things in a corner of your room, right? And listen yeah. to special podcasts. Yeah. But, you know, okay, look, I can see you getting tired of this, but tell me how this is different from Christianity. It is. <laughs> and, I, I or th- from doing a Pictionary board. My mother had me doing Hail Marys every evening, right? How is this any different? I think it's a, very, it's a marked thing about men and women, isn't it? It's like this is a trend where... You're saying that it's not delusional to listen to sort of the mad aspects of your inner thoughts. Yeah. And you can actually manifest a more positive life. Now, that's, I think that's great for women who maybe have been told by society to sort of stay in their line. If you get men listening to their inner... People are going to die. <laughs> ca- cars are going to get fucked. Like weird shit is going to happen. Wheelie yeah. bins are going to be on heads. You know, it's yeah. like, I think this is a good thing for women. I don't want men walking around to Lulu. Wait, hang on. I mean? Let me give you an example about what it is. Right. So it will be <laughs> you like... Might wanna, you might want to take it up. Yeah, okay. So say in the morning, nine o'clock, your boss is screaming at you and he's like, we're having a meeting about your despicable behaviour right now. Come into the meeting room. And then he pours you a glass of water and hands it to you. He might be screaming at you. But instead, you focus on the kind gesture of him handing you a glass of water. And you're like, oh, he does care about me. Oh, my <laughs> That's God. That's Delulu. It really is Delulu. So you're seeing the positives yeah. in the major negatives. But then what's the, what is the... Di- are you not also giving yourself license to go, oh, I want to I kill my neighbour Ian? Yeah. Or I want to 
That's just men. (laughs) That's why I I think it's a female trend. Yeah, it's definitely a female trend because there's a bit about it where women are supposedly just convincing themselves that somebody they quite fancy or they saw on a bus really Mm. likes them. So, you know, if you hold eye contact with someone that's mildly fit, then you can convince yourself that they're in love with you. I don't think men need any more trends to to do that. Exactly. Men do that all the time. You're just like walking down the road and they're like, oh, you looked at me. You must really like me. And you're like, no, I'm just walking down the road so I don't think it's good for men I think we've established no men don't go delulu no. it's not good for us all and mm. also because it's it's an, another idea of improving your life which all women just get told all the time like your life isn't good enough improve it improve it improve it even if you only improve it in your head that's mm-hmm. what you have to do right yeah delulu. whereas men are just like keep in the pocket stay in your lane don't do anything otherwise you know bad don't let, <laughs> don't let the feelings in death ah just stay you know straight yeah. line straight lines yeah, straight lines for men's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, so are you going to continue being Delulu, Ava? It's quite a fun space to be in, actually. <laughs> well, you, you, you would say that. Yeah. Because you're Delulu. Well, yeah, but so like sometimes like if I've done like an interview somewhere and I've said something I think is reasonably sensible and there'll be like 5,000 comments, which is like, she's an animal. Mm. Yeah. And then there'll be one, which is like, finally, someone who talks sense. Yeah. Hone in on that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's I Delulu. completely agree with that. Anything below the line on the internet, only look at the positive. Yeah. That is correct. So maybe I'm Delulu. Mm-hmm. I think I'm Delulu Join me. too. Telegraph Online, there's a piece about how the new middle class trend is foraging, or we could say foraging. Online searches for foraging near me have gone up 172%. Like, I mean, I don't know how much they were to start off with. And some of the content creators have gone a bit overboard. Okay, so this foraging mm. um, has led to a difficult situations. So in a place called Woolerton Hall and Deer Park in Nottinghamshire, Content creators went in and then eventually got banned for excessive foraging because they were stuffing bags full of chestnuts and mushrooms (laughs) (laughs) and starving the deer. Theft. It was literally theft. So these poor deer, this is what they lived on. And then all all the TikTokers came in and just took it all away. It doesn't sound very good, I don't think. Have you ever been foraging? It's apparently, you know, a nice thing to do. Hmm. In in lockdown, I, I, I I picked wild garlic. I was one of those guys. Okay. But I had no work on. Yes. And I, was living, I was living with my father-in-law who's retired. So I basically became retired for six months and started fucking pickling walnuts and all this nonsense. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a bit worthy, isn't it? That's what I kind of think is a bit weird about it. You well, it's just, just this middle class thing of trying to find meaning in the gaps, isn't it? Yeah. Because you don't have a sort of strong identity as a person. So you're trying to... That's why there's all these new crazies like marathons or um, what's it called? Mud, Tough Mudder. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Yes, exactly. You have to make like difficult for yourself because yeah. it's not. Let's it's not a go bit to too this, easy. In the, in the in the world of getir, let's not get a getir. Let's go to the woods and find a find a fucking stone or what, you know what I mean. Yeah, find some elderflower. I have to say, I'm not going to be going foraging. Are you going to go? Um, I don't think I'd ever go be in a place where you can forage. <laughs> like Willingly, no, no, I agree. Well, Pokemon Go is sort of foraging. Yeah, for, but um, for funny dweebs. little things. Yeah. yeah. Hey, don't call them funny little things. <laughs> They're just nerds. (laughs) They're your fans. Yeah, they are my fans. Stay off them. And hot off the press, apparently everyone everywhere is getting upset about Harry Styles' new haircut. The Mail has an online piece where his fans quote, 
mourn his beloved curls after he debuted his shaved head, shaved his light in caps, on a date night with Taylor Russell in Las Vegas. This sounds incredibly upsetting, Ava. What is going on? So the fans are damaged emotionally yeah. and physically. Not and mentally, it Mentally says. as well. Yeah. Not financially, which is crucial. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they're no longer going to see him on tour, I guess, if he's got no hair. So they, they've saved a... They saved a bit. Saved a bit there. Um, yeah, so he was pictured on a date in Las Vegas and his hair didn't seem to be there. And now there is, a, a, I guess, a discussion, a trending topic, which is, is Harry Styles going bald? And is this the precursor to him never having his famous locks ever again? Yeah, they wondered if it was a soft launch, right? Soft launch of the bald. Or <laughs> is it a photo of a separate bald man? <laughs> We've looked. Could, could be the other thing. We've analysed it. Me and Ava have had a look. It? It's definite. We think it's definitely him. Because don't we? he's not shaved very well. Yeah, and he doesn't look great. I mean, he just looks normal. Whereas before, he didn't look normal. Right? Well, you thought he looked exceptional before. Well, not exceptional, but kind of pop starry. The, the great thing is that it will probably grow back. No way. Yeah. Yeah. But this yeah. was revealed at the uh, U2 at their Sphere in mm. Las Vegas. That's where he was pictured. But actually, fans didn't see him to start with. But U2 sang a couple of lines from one of his songs, Sign of the Times. And then all the fans in the stadium went crazy. And they started like, scouring the stadium for him and found yeah. this fella that was bald with a famous person. Exactly. It, I think it is him. And that's the end of today's paper cuts. Thanks to Ava. Thank you. Thanks to Finn. Thanks. And thanks to all you lovely members of our Papercut Supporters Club helping to keep us aloft for just £5 a month. If you fancy joining them, just follow the show notes to back.papercutshow.com to find out more. And our beloved supporters get a shout out on every show. So who do we have today? Ava. Hello and thanks for everything, Michael Coates. <laughs> <laughs> I like to make the supporters feel happy. What have I thanked him for? <laughs> who knows? Hi. And you are the greatest, Elliot Mercer. You know what that means. <laughs> and hiya, and I've never met anyone as fabulous as Scott Napier. See, everyone's happy. <laughs> and Michael's particularly happy. <laughs> I've been Miranda Sawyer, and you've been listening to Paper Cuts on a Day when a missing pig named Kevin Bacon has been reunited with its owners after help from Hollywood's very own Kevin Bacon. You could say, Kevin Bacon really saved Kevin Bacon's bacon. <laughs> You're right there, Finn. Yeah. See you on Monday. Paper Cuts was written and presented by Miranda Sawyer with Ava Santina and Finn Taylor. The producer was Liam Tate. The assistant producer was Adam Wright. And the audio producer was me, Jade Bailey. Music by Simon Williams. Socials by Jess Harpen. Design by Jim Parrott. With original art by Modern Toss. The executive producer is Martin Boytosh. Managing editor is Jacob Jarvis. And group editor is Andrew Harrison. Paper Cuts is a Podmasters production. 